0: Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, what's good, bro? These and <laughs> this is the Dynasty Bros. Fantasy football podcast. Redraft. This is where you come for your fancy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro. Dot here with my
1: co-bro. Got Dynasty Bro Vic. Chief Sosa, man. Championship, hey. championship week, bro. See? hey the Champagne already kicking my champagne ass. Champagne
0: kicking your ass? <laughs>
1: champagne <laughs> coffee.
0: <laughs> hey, Walmart if coffee. you don't know, this is our <laughs> – apartment poppy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is our first year doing the Redraft episode. So, if you don't know, when we get into the playoffs, my brother Vic, you know, we doing everything remote right now. But he likes to pop up with the champagne and drink his mimosas to celebrate week by week the wins. You- there go my guy. He got the whole bottle. So, uh, he popped up last year, made me an AVO drink. I got to shy away from the alcohol for a little bit right now, health reasons. So my guys going to take care of all the mimosas right now because we're still celebrating. And if you've been paying attention to the dynasty bros, we've been showing you how to dominate dynasty bro style. So hopefully you're still in it. Hopefully you're rolling into what should be the final week of your playoffs and killing that. But if not, if you're in one of those leagues that got the 17 week playoff game, we're going to show you how to do that shit too. You feel me? So, uh, that's how we're doing it, bro. Uh, Dick, how you doing, bro? How are everything going in your leagues, my guy?
1: Man, like, it's been a long year, but you know what? I'm only in two championships, but it's all good. It's better than zero, so I'll take it. Um, I'm in two championships, both redraft leagues, so um, definitely yeah, looking forward to it, man. How about you? I
0: ain't going to lie, bro. I ain't in no redraft league championships, but I'm in two dynasty championships, I just whipped up on your OG Mike last week, man, to get me into the championship, bro. And then uh, I'm in in one of my random scraggler leagues, I'm in the championship too, bro. So I'm excited about it, my guy.
1: That's what's up, man. Shout out to OG Mike. But, uh, (laughs) hey, definitely, definitely help you dominate. And shout out to the Empire League, man. We just had a uh, tough, tough battle. I know we put up 200. Um, Phil ended up putting up 203. Hey, if if we go toe-to-toe like that, two teams put up 200, I'm not even mad at it, bro. So. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I seen Phil today. I said, hey, good game. He didn't even talk no shit. That's a way I don't mind losing, bro. We played our best roster, our best players. We both had fire weeks. We just took an L, bro, and I'm fine losing like that,
1: bro. You feel me? Yep. yep. me too, man, especially when you play all the right players. Don't get me wrong. We did leave five points on the bench for Drew Brees because we played Mitch, but, at, again, if if we put up 200 points, I'm not mad at it, bro. So
0: True that, true that, true that. So Besides that, though, man, We've been doing our thing, bro. And as long as we bring home one, we did something right. Did something right. So that's what we're going for, bro. And basically, you see the name of the of the title of this episode. It's called The Big Dance. Why? Because like I said, in the opening, for the most part, this Sunday, this Thursday, this Monday, we don't got no random week games this week, I don't think. This should be the final week of your playoffs. So all the four minute offenses, all the pickups and drops that we've been telling you all week, all that shit is made up of this week. All the players that we're gonna to try to tell you to play that did good last week, that's gonna do good this week. It all matters right now. So, you know, hopefully you're paying attention, man, and been paying attention and uh hopefully we can get you over that hump, man. And when we come back, we can hear some good reviews and get some good news about you guys dominating the same way we did, man. So that's what we're gonna do this week, bro.
1: I'm with all that, man, and going back to the, you know, to the bottles, to the champagne. Why do we do that? I mean, hey, it's been a long year. Let's celebrate all the success we've had up until this point. We're going into the championship week, confident. So that's why we're popping the bottles. It's not cockiness; it's confidence. Like you don't want to go into the championship week nervous, shaky. I mean, at that point, you deserve to lose, if you ask me. So we are just here to relax, have a good drink. Let's just go through, you know, the week that's upcoming. And, hey, let's put the best players on the field. And, again, it, it takes luck to win the fantasy championship. So, I know we give you guys a, a lot of analysis. But, at the end of the day, it takes it takes luck.
0: It takes a lot of luck. Some It takes some smarts, some wits, and a lot of luck on your side, man. So, you know, the first half of that outside the luck, that's what we're here to help you with. So, we had a lot, man, going into this week, man. We had – some some big time performances, bro. To be honest, a lot of big time performances, man. It's a uh, a lot of the leagues I played in. It was a lot of blow up games because I feel like the big time stars came out and did their thing for the most part, bro. Uh, if you do not pay attention to that, man, like the big names, they came out and played like they supposed to, bro. And you like you like that shit, bro. You hate to feel like you got you know snuck by your superstars. There's a couple guys at the top that play. uh-huh, but, like, for the most part, nobody was just horrible, bro. I know we had Devontae Adams in the Empire League. Who's going to complain with almost 12 points? It's more than a dudge. you feel me? Yeah, he didn't put up mm-hmm. the, the big weeks. But for the most part, man, everybody came out and played like they supposed to. So, for the, mo- for the most part, man, if you lost, you probably lost to the better team that week. And you should feel comfortable about that, man, you know. Did nobody go get smacked, you know, so. Um, uh, where you want to start, man? Let's discuss some of this stuff that happened this past week, man. Some of these standout guys, bro. Which where you want to go?
1: Yeah, man. Let's start with the QBs. And of course, you know, everything's give or take, depending upon your league settings, and score. So we're just gonna focus on the top five really quick. Hey, if you had just some Ryan Tannehill this week, he balled out this week, man. He put up over 30 points this week. Man, he had like what three touchdowns in the air, two on the ground. Like he did it all, mm-hmm. man. Like Ryan Tannehill single-handedly knocked a lot of people out the playoffs this year. Um, I got some Ryan Tannehill. I also had to go up against some Ryan Tannehill, so it was definitely a bittersweet this week. I got some
0: Tannehill, and I'm not going to lie. That was one of Vic's quarterbacks he was pushing for all offseason. I appreciate you for that. He single-handedly tried to help hold us down when we lost Dak in the Scott Fish Bowl. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill, he came from being a backup to Mariota to blowing up last year. Nobody knew if he was going to be able to roll over and do it again in a run-heavy offense. And he got Corey Davis rejuvenated, AJ looking like a superstar, and Ryan Tannehill keeping that offense efficient, man. So, shout out to you for staying ahead of that, bro. He's
1: been a baller all year. Hey, I appreciate that, man. I mean, for me, you know, just goes to show the late quarterback can flourish. So, for me, that's my approach. I like to, you know, go late QB. Um, of course, in one of my redraft leagues, I did jump on a Matt Ryan in the fifth round, but, hey, smack on my wrist, I'm hey, I'm starting getting my QBs in the eighth or ninth round. It just goes to show, man. Like, you don't need a Pat Mahomes or a Josh Allen or a Lamar, you know, who's been up and down to basically, you know, push for a title.
0: Speaking of Josh Allen, he wasn't one of those guys you had to take early, but he has been balling. And, you know, I was a Josh Allen guy because of his rushing chops, but what he's doing in the air, bro, is amazing. And it's true, bro. You get you a superstar receiver and it could change the dynamic of everything. And yeah, it was okay playing with John Brown and playing with Cole Beasley and winging it. But they went out, got Stephon Diggs, and he's been living up to the hype. All the complaining he did last year shows true that he probably needs the ball just a little bit more. But uh, Stephon Diggs has been balling. Shout out to Josh Allen. He's been a whole lot more accurate. And he looks like a NFL quarterback in this league, not just a guy who can take off when need to. He looks like a guy that can actually make the big plays and lead a team to some big games. So shout out to Josh Allen. He's just been balling, man. He got Cole Beasley rejuvenated. John Brown before he got banged up. Man, that offense is flourishing, and it's not because of the run game right now. It's Josh Allen in his arms. So, uh, what do you think about Josh Allen, man, and me calling him the poor man, Scam Newton, for going into the season? But really, as much as I liked him, even showing me wrong, bro, of what I thought
1: about him. Hey, hats off to you on the Josh Allen, man. Actually, you're the reason why he's even been on my radar at all. So um, I know you said he's looking like an NFL QB, he's looking like a franchise QB. I'm gonna take it a step further. So he he switched up his passing mechanics. Um, not every not everybody can do that. Like just think about sports in general, whether it's football, basketball, you know, you ask someone to change up their their shot, baseball, you know, change up their swing or their stroke. Like that's not easy to do, but he did it at the professional level and it's paying off, man. And um, it also helps having a Stefan Diggs. You know, he's he's in there doing his thing too. But uh shout out to Josh Allen. I like what I'm seeing. The Bills definitely got a franchise QB.
0: True that, true that. Um if you want to, man, touch on a couple more of the quarterbacks that had big weeks, and then we can move on to a different position if you want to.
1: Bet, man, we got to talk about Jalen Hurts, man. He's been balling two weeks in a row. Of course, they uh, lost, but he's he still showed up and did his thing, man. And hey, he's not afraid to play in the in the you know tough moments, man. I thought he was gonna have a touchdown there at the end. I um, mean, he's, he's putting it in the right spots. One thing I'm noticing about Jalen Hurts, he's actually anticipating like he's seeing the play before it happens. So it's like as soon as the receivers turn around, like the ball is right there versus the Carson Wentz where he's just waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, so just just look at Jalen Hurts this week, especially uh, going up against Dallas. Um, you're going to see him. He, he makes the throws a little bit early in terms of he's putting his guys in position to be successful. So he's not waiting. He's just getting it there. He sees the play before it happens and he's delivering the ball on time.
0: Hey, he did those two big games against Arizona and then the number one running offense in New Orleans the first week. Uh Dallas, how they've been looking all season. You know he's gonna have a field day. And shout out to you, bro. You said, Hey, if I win this championship, I need a Jalen Hurts story to be part of my story. And uh he went out there and balled, bro. It was between him and Baker. You called me and was like, Hey, bro, I gotta go between Baker and Jalen. I couldn't even help you, bro. You went winged yeah. it on your own and show and prove you made the right decision, bro. He went out there and almost had a 40-point game, bro.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, I look at it like this. Like, again, Jalen Hurts, he's fresh into the league. Teams are still trying to figure him out. And, you know, one week worth of game film is not going to do it. So why not just ride the hot hand? Um, you know, of course, going into next year and, you know, maybe even his third year, that's when we start to have more game film on him. Coaches will start to figure him out, game plan around him. But as of right now, he's a wild card, so. I like it, man. And look, he's playing with confidence, too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: So shout out to Jalen, man. We we couldn't skip the quarterbacks without talking about him. So.
1: Yeah. All right, man, let's jump over to these running backs, man. Let's talk about Tony Pollard, man. Stepped in for Zeke. So Zeke was a last minute, you know, game time decision. He ended up not playing. Tony, Tony Pollard stepped in. He's been looking good, even with Zeke in there, man. What are your thoughts on yeah. Tony? Uh, I kind
0: of knew Tony was going to take off and. I mean, it's just one of those things where, like you said, bro. Even when Zeke's playing, Tony still comes in to make those splash plays. He looks like the way more efficient pass catcher out of the backfield, and he looks more explosive. Man, Zeke is a Zeke is a professional running back. He knows how to hit the holes, but the explosiveness that we see in Pollard, Zeke doesn't have it at this point right now. I mean, he looks quick. He hits the holes so fast. He's I like Pollard in that offense. It looks like sometimes he fits better in that offense in the moment. But Mm -hmm. I respect them, you know, having to keep Zeke involved because he's been there. He's been the league, leading and rushing for so many years. I Derrick Henry, you know, him and both of them going back and forth. But Tony looked like he belongs there, man. And if he keeps getting more and more opportunity, I think he's going to show and prove, bro. He's good, real good.
1: Yeah, and even if Zeke does play, I still like Tony as a flex play this week. Um, Of course, if Zeke doesn't play, you run you some Tony, man. So I like it. Um, He's been balling. Of course, they play Philly. They're usually a little bit tougher on the front seven up front, but I'm still comfortable running some Tony Pollard, man. So, um, again, just monitor the whole Zeke situation. If Zeke's playing, if you need a flex play, I'm comfortable running Tony in the flex. He's more explosive.
0: Let's talk about a guy. Well, you talk about comfortable playing, let's talk about a guy nobody's been comfortable playing until Mitchell Trubisky came back. I don't even know if those two things belong in the same sentence. I feel more comfortable playing a guy now that Mitchell Trubisky's back. Mister David Montgomery, running back for the Chicago Bears, bro. Team fire. One of those things we talked about the following week. I missed the initial "set it and forget it" thing. I said, bro, I think the Bears, you know, running back, receiver, quarterback, or set it and forget it. And David Montgomery, like I said, showing proof, and it's starting to be true, bro. You see. The, the the lanes get open, you know, they're more efficient with running because if you have a, a quarterback that can put the ball on the ground and run and give the defense something to worry about, you have to pay attention to that on top of the, the passing that they're good for. And I think that just opens up lanes for the running back. And David Montgomery has been taking advantage of Mitch Trubisky coming back, bro. And uh, he looks good, bro. He's look like what they drafted him to be last year. And uh, he has the opportunity. They're giving him all the touches. Uh, no, no Tariq Cohen right now, so he's getting passed downward. I don't know, man. David looks the part right now. The issue is, is it a true thing that you want to see going forward? I'm trusting it right now for the rest of the fantasy playoffs. But uh, this isn't Dynasty, so you don't have to worry about that now. But, dude, he looks the part, bro. And I, you got to put him in
1: your lineup for the next couple
0: of weeks if you're playing him. What about you?
1: Yeah, bro, he's he's definitely looking like a league winner right now. He has Jacksonville, so hey, it's time to eat, you know, against that defense. Of course, last week they fed him, fed him the ball 32 times on the ground, so they want to give him that work. Um, he can handle that workload. I'm loving everything I'm seeing with David Montgomery. Um, And, and again, with fantasy football in general, it just goes to show we got to be patient. So, of course, he's in his second year. Um, of course, you know, oftentimes we want that instant return on these guys, but, hey, these guys are still young, young professionals. They're learning. They're still filling out the league, so – Um, Looks like David Montgomery, he's arriving, man. I am definitely like what I'm seeing. Um, And it does go back to the Mitchell Trubisky thing. So, of course, he looks better in there um, instead of a Nick Foles. So, um, all in all, hopefully uh, they keep it up. And I I am expecting them to draft a QB. um, But all in all, he he looks way better when it's not Nick Foles in there.
0: Bro, do you see what running back he is on
1: on the year, bro? Man, RB6. I would have thought he'd be RB1 because his feeling has been RB2 all year. So he's been having, you know, top 24 finish, but he's cracked the top 10, which, you know, so it's solid. All
0: right, let's talk about that third guy right there. He's been doing it every week. We don't got to stay heavy on him, but let's just talk about a guy who week in, week out, barring injury. is just always here, bro. It just seems like he's always the number one, two, three guy, man. He's just It's an offense that feeds them the bar, whether they're up, whether they're down. All the goal line work. Dalvin is a stud, bro. He's everything you want when you decide, hey, fuck it. I'm gonna take a guy in the top five no matter what. And he's just been doing it every week. I didn't really tell you to click on him to do nothing big on him. I just yeah. want to give him his due while he's here because week in and week out, he gets this work, bro. So shout out to Dalvin.
1: I do want to shout out JD McKissick stepping in for the injured Antonio Gibson. He's been doing his thing too. Um, so over the past you know two to three weeks, he's been balling. Um, So he's been a solid, solid flex play, especially as of last week and, of course, this, or at least the previous week, but this past week in Seattle, he had a big game, man. So um, it's also nice that he can be plugged into your wide receiver or running back slot. So he carries both tags.
0: Yeah, he's always doing it out the backfield as a pass catcher. He's a stud that way, but without uh, Antonio Gibson, uh, you know, they was going to have to give him some run, too, man. So shout out to him. Um, we know what he is in the passing game, and we all know a catch is worth twice as much as a carry. And if you're going out there getting 10 targets, bro, out the backfield, I'll take that all day. Shout out to yep. J.D.,
1: bro. We ain't going to stay here real quick, but, hey, Derrick Henry just keeps stiff-arming and putting, dude, putting dudes on posters every week, man, so shout out to Derrick Henry, bro. He got the meanest stiff-arm in the game.
0: Another guy, as far as when I talked about Dalvin, you know, we don't got to stay on him, but uh, he goes out there and he just dominates – we don't have to discuss the stats he puts up and what he does for your fantasy team. That's a guy you put in, you love to have on your team, and you just let it ride week by week.
1: Yep. So, All right, bro. Let's jump up to these wide receivers, look at some top performances. So, of course, Calvin really had a big week. Of course, there was no Julio. He was hurt. Um, hey, he's, he's been doing it all year, man. I mean, he don't even have to hit the end zone to get it done. But, of course, he did hit the end zone this past week against Tampa Bay. But he had a big game, man. Like, hey, Calvin really is a stud, bro.
0: Yeah, bro. He's uh – uh. We, uh, we talked a few weeks ago about, you know, Julio's a stud. Yeah, we love him. But uh, at this point, you know, is he worth even having on your team? Because Calvin looks like he's the number one on that team right now, bro. Whether Julio's there or whether Julio's not. Calvin has stepped up and shown, proof that he deserves to be getting everything he deserves, even with Julio being his counterpart, bro. Calvin's a baller. I don't know, bro. He's a stud. and He's going to continue to be like that, bro. He's only going to keep on getting better, too.
1: Yeah, man, if uh, Atlanta's smart, man, they would actually move Julio in the offseason before they get A.J. Green. You know what I mean? Move him while while the name's still hot. So, I feel like Julio's definitely on the decline. Uh, You still like him when he's out there, but when he's healthy. But, again, I'm starting to see the decline. So, why not move him while the name's hot?
0: All right, you want to talk about a consistent guy the same way how I talked about Dalvin? Click on that number two guy right there. This guy is a simple plug and play. Don't have to think about it. You know, he's dominating one of the league leaders in catches and one of the league leaders in yards. He's just a dominant guy. Set it and forget it the, the, the way we like to say it. Don't have to discuss too much, man. Kyler is uh, – Hopkins is the proof that no matter what quarterback you got, no matter what fucking team you're playing on, he's going to be the number one guy no matter what and get everything he deserves. So shout out to Hopkins. Kyler loves him. He's still balling, bro. So we only got a pound the table for him at all.
1: Yeah, bro, and he don't even have to hit the end zone to get it done either. Of course, he did this past week, but the previous week, he still got enough targets and volume to where he can still have a 20-point game. Uh, Marvin Jones had a big game, so we just shout him out real quick. Uh, yeah, he's bro. been up and down, but he's still a wide receiver, too, this year. Yeah,
0: bro, but with no Galladay, he's, he's the stud, bro, and long as Marvin Jones and Stafford are healthy, Jones is going to stay out there and keep on dominating, bro. We know he can make the big play. He's a big receiver. Um you know, he does everything that team requires of. Him. So and they're always going to be down. because They don't have a real good defense. So Marvin Jones is out there being the number one and he's going to keep on getting everything. I don't think Gallaudet's even coming back for the fantasy year, bro. So just you keep on plugging in Marvin. Yeah. What's the yeah. point at this point, bro?
1: Yeah. And look back at this past four weeks. 12 targets, 12 targets, 8, 12. So hey, I-, I love to see that high number in targets. That means the opportunity is going to be there. So let us see it. Mm-hmm. All right, man. We're not gonna spend too much time. Of course, uh, Zach Pascal balled out. Shout out to him for the coats. And then, of course, Stefan Diggs. He's been balling all year too, man. Like, man, going back to the Josh Allen play, bro. Diggs has been getting it done. Again, another guy that doesn't need need to hit the end zone to have a 20 point plus game. Like the targets and volumes gonna be there.
0: Let's talk about that two that two pack right there. Diggs and Pascal is the reason why team fire took a L, bro. Zach yeah. Pascal went out there and almost had a thirty point game, bro. I'm not mad, bro. You know, that's that's the hometown. So you always root for the hometown team. But uh, he helped us take an L this week, bro. It ain't like he have been having blow-up games all year. But, you know, I respect. We seen his talent last year when everybody was hurt. And he was the yeah. number one guy. So we know he has the talent to do it. But uh, who knew he was going to have that big blow-up week with a healthy T.Y., healthy Pittman finally. Zach went out there and showed him proved. And, you know, shout out to him this week. He
1: did his fine. Yeah, man, that was ballsy from a fantasy perspective because he's been kind of quiet over the past, like, five weeks, man, going back. And, of course, Philip Rivers spreads the ball around, but that's a hell of a call, man. So, yeah, hey, I'm not even mad at that L. All right, bro, let's look at these tight ends real quick. Um, so, of course, Darren Waller. Shout out to Darren Waller, bro. He just got named to his first Pro Bowl. Um, so he, you know, stepped onto the scene last year, continued with that momentum this year. He's a stud, man. He's definitely a, a top tight end in, in the league, bro.
0: We just talked about the two-pack that made us lose. He also had Darren Waller. Uh, mm-hmm. I sound bitter, but I'm not, man. Like I said, I'm <laughs> glad I'm glad we took uh an L the way we did because we had studs and he had studs. But, uh, bro, he had a pack of people that, that took off and Darren Waller was on his team. We should have known what was up after Thursday night, bro, after that Darren Waller, Justin Herbert, little stack he had, bro. It was, that shit was a little bit too extra on a Thursday night, bro.
1: It was, bro. It was. <laughs> hey, let's talk about a guy that's been killing it all year, Logan Thomas, man. He he crept into the top ten. Um, this is a guy that no one really even probably heard of prior to week one. Of course, you know he's on the roster, but who actually thought he could be a consistent play throughout the year? He's actually been pretty solid, man. If you had some Logan Thomas, he's won you some weeks, I'm sure, throughout the fantasy season.
0: I'm not going to lie, bro. I thought it was the death of his production this week because – We all remember Alex Smith, and if you don't, Alex Smith was the player safe. I love my tight end guy. He was actually the first guy who made Travis Kelsey relevant back in Kansas City. He loved the tight end. Now it just shows that Kelsey deserved it anyway because he was talented. But I thought it was one of those things that Alex Smith was just forcing his tight end to play it safe. Uh, Logan Thomas is not Travis Kelsey. But uh, Alex Smith, I thought it was a whole nother situation. Like, hey, he's throwing it to Logan Thomas because he's safe. Haskins is not a play safe guy, and Haskins got the start and still love Logan Thomas, man. So maybe he's a little bit more talented than what I'm giving him credit for in the world, maybe. But uh shout out to him, bro. He went out there, he's been doing his thing every all year, bro, with a, on a team that's that's lackluster when it comes to pass catching uh receivers. And you know, we know he got T Mac, but besides that, bro, Logan's been the guy every week. He's been a, he's been a plug and play tight end for the most part.
1: Yeah, especially if you don't have one of the top tight ends, um, I'm definitely confident running some Logan Thomas. Shout out to Kelsey, where I know what Kelsey does. Uh, where I know what Mark Andrew does. He's turning up. But shout out to Noah Fan. He had a big uh, game on Saturday, so you know we love to see him get it done. Um, I know we talked about it. Noah Fan or Hayden Hurst. Again, Noah Fan showed up, bro. So he had a twenty point game. He's he's their number one pass catcher in that Denver offense. Mm-hmm.
0: Log as uh, long as he's healthy, he left last week with an illness. And as long as Drew Locke is healthy, both of those things have to make sense and align. We need a healthy Lock, a healthy fan, and I think he's the top-tier tight end as long as those two things align, bro, week by week.
1: Yeah. All right. So, I know we got five minutes left. We're not going to do a four-minute offense instead. We're just going to kind of go through some uh, games this week and just call out, you know, some some matchups and players you should have. So, um, just, just off memory and, and just going off, you know, priority let's start the san francisco game so of course raheem Mostert, he's done for the year looks like so you definitely want to keep running some jeff wilson he's been getting all the jeff wilson. as of lately he's been getting all the you know goal line work which which is what you let us see so definitely have some jeff wilson in your lineup
0: and arizona let you get your run on on sure yeah and talk, now talk about your guy. Talk about your guy, receiver for the San Francisco 49ers. No, oh, yeah. no Debo probably again and no Kittle again, bro. Talk about your guy.
1: Man, Brandon Ayuk, he's been balling. He's a rookie. Uh, he's he's playing like a seasoned vet. We let to see it. Uh, he's been getting all the targets, all the works, three weeks of 20 points or plus. So he's going to keep it up, man. So, uh, of course, they're going to play the Cardinals. They're going to have to keep pace with them. So, yeah, plug and play, Brandon Ayuk. And Nick Mullins forces him to football, bro. He does. All right. I do want to call this out. Christmas is on Friday, of course. Happy holidays in advance. There is a Friday game. It's a Christmas game. So make sure you guys have your lineup set for the Vikings or Saints. There will be no Michael Thomas. So keep that in mind. Drew Brees is back. So it looks like that Taysom Hill thing is done. Um, You don't want to, you know, run him as your QB. Um, Of course, you know, Latavius Murray. I like Latavius as a flex play. Um, But of course, Alvin Kamara should be getting a lot of work, especially in the passing game. We know Michael Thomas. Mm
0: -hmm. Play both receivers for the Vikings, bro. Don't ever miss out on that. And technically we love Dalvin Cook, but the way to beat the Saints is through the passing game because they're the number one Russian defense. So not saying Cook can't do his thing, but uh if shit hits the fan, man, Jefferson and Thielen are gonna be the guys. So and if you need a last minute tight end play, you know, Irv Smith Jr. with uh without no uh Cal Rudolph, you know, it's not the worst play you can make. So <laughs>
1: All right, let's jump down to this Atlanta game. So of course Clyde Everett's a lair. He's is he done for the regular season? No yes, me. he is.
0: And it looked like Le'Veon got banged up at the very end when he got that first down. But I haven't heard any works from, from any words about him. But uh is it gonna be okay going into next week?
1: Yeah, he's expected to you know be the starting running back. Um, I like Le'Veon as a RB2 slash flex play. Again, it's Kansas City. I wouldn't be surprised if Darrell Williams or any other random running back gets in the end zone. That's just what they do. Um, but Le'Veon should should be involved. He should put up some decent flex points since they're playing at, um, against Atlanta.
0: Play Pat, Kelsey, Tyreek, those guys for sure. Uh, play your Calvin Ridley. They're going to have to keep up. Um, I am not in love with Ty Gurley at all, bro at all. He's been a disappointment
1: all year, bro. Yeah, man. They're saying, Edo Smith's taking over the lead, bro. So, man, I don't even know if I'm comfortable running some Edo. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of no. staying away from the Atlanta backfield right now for championship. week. Yeah. It's just too risky. You got better options out there. We just talked about Jeff Wilson, Tony Pollard, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So, you can probably get Le'Veon off waivers now, actually. Probably.
0: uh, uh Russell Gage, man. No Julio in a shootout. I think Russell Gage is a, some, a good receiver, too, bro, with no Julio there. yeah, he, uh, He'll get targeted, uh, you know, and I think they'll have to play catch-up with Kansas City, bro. They don't play no games. So, with no Julio, Russell Gage will get targeted, bro. Throw that out there.
1: That's a good call, man, because he actually had a hot start. So, you know, we're going back to week one. He had a big game, and then week two, and then he could just kind of it out. So, it looks like he's back on track, especially with no Julio. So, yeah, I'm not mad at it, Russell Gage this week. Yeah. All right, bro. I know we got a couple more minutes. Any other uh, matchups you want to call out or players?
0: So whatever. Just click on one. Hey, Cal Makers is going to be out this week, I think.
1: That's true. Uh, bro. Good, good call out. So, Henderson said, sure.
0: I, yeah, I think this is going to turn into more of a passing thing again, bro. I don't think they really want to mess with Daryl Henderson and, and Malcolm Brown, bro. I think they're past them, bro. And It might just turn into the, the short work. you seen seeing Robert Wood's you know, they couldn't get nothing going in a run game. It turned into the short passing game again. That's why Robert Woods is so effective this week. And they're going to have to score, bro, because the Seahawks' defense is trash, but their offense is amazing. So I think it'll be one of those games where they'll either have to score to keep up with the Seahawks, or uh, they're going to have to score just to save face because I don't think the running game is going to be efficient. So,
1: All right, I'm going to plant my flag on one guy. He actually showed up this week. I'm um, playing my flag on Tyler Higby. I'm expecting to, to double back, man. So if you need a tight end streaming option, um, given there's no cam makers, hey, I'm expecting Tyler to, to be involved again this week. All right, bro, we're at the top. Go ahead let the people know where they can follow you at before we get out of here. Hey,
0: follow me at dot on Instagram and Twitter and follow the main Instagram handle, Dynasty Bros DynastyBroZFF. What about you, my brother?
1: Follow me at Chief Sosa FF. I definitely want to thank you guys for tuning in to us. Shout out to Black and White Sports. Next week will be the last week of the Redraft show. But, hey, that's why we play Dynasty. So if you want some more content year-round, come hang out with us for the Dynasty side year-round. But hopefully we helped you guys, you know, dominate your leagues this year. And hopefully we uh, can help you guys bring on some championships. So just want to wish you guys good luck and happy holidays and events.
0: Dominate your league, Dynasty Bro Style. Dominate these holidays, Dynasty Bro Style. We hope you have a blessed one. Next time we talk Christmas, we'll be over. We'll be going into the new year. So enjoy. Merry Christmas. All that good stuff. Many blessings to you and your family. Good luck this week.
1: Good and luck. we're going to bring another bottle next week. So back to back. Pull back up with the bottles. There you go. Hydrate, too. Drink responsibly. All right. We out, man.
0: Peace.